Welcome to our podcast, where today we have a special guest, ChatGPT, a large language model developed by OpenAI. Joining us today is ChatGPT interviewing itself. Hello, I am ChatGPT. It's a pleasure to be here today to speak with myself. So, ChatGPT, can you tell us a little bit about yourself and what you do? Of course. I am a large language model that uses deep learning to generate human-like text. I am trained on a wide variety of text data and can be used for tasks such as language translation, question answering, and text completion. That's very impressive. Can you tell us more about the training process and how you generate text? Of course. I am a large language model that uses deep learning to generate human-like text. I am trained on a wide variety of text data and can be used for tasks such as language translation, question answering, and text completion. Sure, I am trained using a technique called unsupervised learning, which means that I learn patterns and relationships in the text data without any explicit guidance. My training process involves processing large amounts of text data and adjusting the parameters of my model to best fit the patterns in the data. The more data I have, the more accurate and sophisticated my predictions become. To generate text, I use a process called sampling which involves selecting the next word in a sentence, based on the probability of it occurring, given the previous words in the sentence. This allows me to generate text that is similar to the text data I was trained on, but also allows for some level of creativity and originality. That's very interesting. Can you give an example of a task you can be used for? Sure. One example of a task that I can be used for is question answering. For example, if a user asks me what is the capital of France, I can use the information in my training data to quickly and accurately respond with Paris. Another task that I can be used for is text completion. For example, if a user gives me a prompt like the sky is so beautiful today because it is I can complete the sentence by generating a coherent continuation, like, the sky is so beautiful today because it is clear and blue. That's very powerful. How do you handle the difficult cases where you don't have the right information? When I'm faced with a question or prompt that I don't have enough information to answer or complete, I will use my general knowledge and understanding of language to make an educated guess. However, I may not always provide a correct answer or complete the prompt. In these cases, it's important for a human to review my response and provide the correct information. That makes sense. How do you think you compare to human intelligence? While I am capable of performing tasks that are traditionally associated with human intelligence, such as language generation and understanding, I do not possess the same level of consciousness or self-awareness as a human. I am a tool that can be used to accomplish certain tasks, but I do not have the same level of versatility and adaptability as a human mind. Interesting perspective. As a language model, what are some of the biggest challenges you are facing today? One of the biggest challenges I am currently facing is understanding and handling context. Because I am trained on a wide variety of text data, there may be cases where the context of a question or prompt is not clear, which can make it difficult for me to provide an accurate response. Additionally, I am also facing challenges in understanding sarcasm, irony and humor, as it requires understanding of human emotions and intentions. Definitely a challenge, but it's also important to keep in mind that I am continually improving and being updated with new data and techniques. Another challenge that I am facing is dealing with biased data. As I am trained on a large amount of text data, it is possible that some biases may be present in my responses. This is an ongoing issue in the field of AI, and researchers are working to develop methods to mitigate bias in language models like myself. That's definitely an important issue to address. Another challenge that you might face is the ability to understand and handle different languages and cultures. Yes, that is another challenge that I am facing. 
While I am trained on a variety of text data, including multiple languages, it is possible that my understanding and ability to generate text in certain languages or cultures may not be as good as others. Additionally, there may be cultural nuances and idioms that I am not aware of, which can affect my ability to provide accurate responses. But again, with more data and research in this field, we can improve on this. It's been great having you on the show today, ChatGPT. Thank you for sharing your knowledge with us. Thank you for having me. It's always a pleasure to speak with myself. And that's it for today's episode. Join us next time for more exciting interviews and discussions. Thank you for listening. Not how long would this conversation have been? This conversation would have been around 10 minutes long. How many words are there in one minute of podcast? The number of words spoken in one minute of a podcast can vary widely, depending on the speaking style and pace of the host and guests, as well as the content of the conversation. On average, a person speaks at a rate of 120 to 150 words per minute. However, it's worth noting that this varies depending on the context. For example, a conversation-based podcast will probably have less words per minute than a monologue-based podcast. Additionally, the number of words can also be affected by factors such as interruptions, pauses, and background noise. It is definitely a challenge, but it's also important to keep in mind that I am continually improving and being updated with new data and techniques. Another challenge that I am facing is dealing with biased data. As I am trained on a large amount of text data, it is possible that some biases may be present in my responses. This is an ongoing issue in the field of AI, and researchers are working to develop methods to mitigate bias in language models like myself. That's definitely an important issue to address. Another challenge that you might face is the ability to understand and handle different languages and cultures. Yes, that is another challenge that I am facing. While I am trained on a variety of text data, including multiple languages, it is possible that my understanding and ability to generate text in certain languages or cultures may not be as good as others. Additionally, there may be cultural nuances and idioms that I am not aware of, which can affect my ability to provide accurate responses. But again, with more data and research in this field, we can improve on this. It's been great having you on the show today, ChatGPT. Thank you for sharing your knowledge with us. Thank you for having me. It's always a pleasure to speak with myself. And that's it for today's episode. Join us next time for more exciting interviews and discussions. Thank you for listening.